the one threat to America that Elon Musk won't talk about. Elon Musk dropped by the real time with Bill Maher show recently for an interview with the hosts. Bill Maher, who considers himself more of a liberal, is an obvious fan of the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX. The centerpiece of their conversation was their discussion regarding what Musk called the woke mind virus, which used to be called what I prefer to call it cancel culture. See, the term woke was at one time a more positive term referring to someone who was informed and sensitive to systemic injustices in our society. And that's a good thing. But I've never thought that the whole cancel culture thing was a good thing. I mean, I do believe that there's things a person can do or say that are truly unforgivable. But the rise of Twitter and other social media platforms started to lower that bar to the point to where people were losing careers or being completely banished from our society for relatively small breaches of propriety. Amar praised Musk for taking on what he called the biggest civilizational issues and problems in America. We can't disagree with that entirely. I mean, few would argue that sustainable energy is not one of the largest challenges that this world has to solve. And Musk deserves tremendous credit for his achievements with Tesla. I admire the no-nonsense way that he made his case for Tesla. Musk said that he has no personal idea whether climate change is a scientific fact, but he does know for sure that there's no doubt there is a finite amount of carbon-based energy in the world. So we have no choice to eliminate our dependency on oil, and we might as well start now. That makes sense to me. Musk says that he purchased Twitter because he believes the woke mind virus is driving people to suicide. And if we don't deal with it, nothing else can get done. I think that's a bit much. And I don't totally buy it. Mostly because I believe issues like cancel culture are not really the problem, but rather a symptom of a larger problem. I believe there's a problem that Musk or Marr, for whatever reason, don't want to talk about. And that's America's wealth and money gaps. Why do people fall for conspiracy theories? or support socialist or populist agendas. It's because they believe the game is rigged against them, and they no longer believe they have a fighting chance to succeed. The most dangerous person is the one who thinks they have nothing to lose. Musk is worried that cancel culture, and he wants to control the platform where it proliferated, but he's avoiding the underlying problem. It's not surprising that Elon Musk, the second wealthiest man in the world, avoids talking about wealth inequalities. Yet, if he truly wanted to take on the biggest challenge to our civilization, he would dedicate himself to solving the economic inequalities in this country. Without that, truly, nothing else matters. Ray Dalio, the billionaire who founded Bridgewater Associates, which is the world's largest hedge fund, has been saying something to that tune for a while. Dalio says the world order is about to change for the first time since 1945, when the United States first emerged as the world's only superpower. Dalio says that wealth and money gaps are the primary reason we live in a totally politically divided era, the worst of our lifetime. When someone purchases their first home, their priorities change. They temper their dispositions. They immediately become more concerned with the health and well-being of their neighborhood. The same concept can be extrapolated to the country. When people feel they have something worth preserving, worth caring for, they will spend more time building and less time complaining on Twitter. 
Elon Musk should spend less time tweeting and more time masterminding with people like Ray Dalio. Thank you for listening to my blog, and here's some extra comments. I mean, obviously, this is an issue that's very close to my heart. I spent the last 23 years building an organization that's all about advancing sustainable homeownership for the Hispanic community because there's a huge homeownership gap. And homeownership or home equity is the primary source of wealth for most families in America, but especially Latino families. So closing that gap is important. And, you know, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to recognize that this country is rapidly becoming a majority minority country. And if our minority population, especially the Hispanic population, is not doing well financially or economically, then the country isn't going to do well financially or economically. So if we want to preserve our leadership in the world economy, this is an issue that is an existential threat to our leadership, to America's leadership in the world economy. So how do we solve it? What do we do? Is it about charity or handouts? Absolutely not. But it's about lowering barriers of opportunity to opportunity. Less than 1% of the venture capital in this country is currently going to Latino-led startups. That's a big issue. We're 20% of the population, 23% of the millennial population, and we get 1% of the investment capital. And I bring that metric up in particular because I truly believe that entrepreneurship is certainly one of the vehicles that can close that wealth gap rapidly. So I'm going to be talking more about this in the future and be urging all of us to get involved in this dialogue. Thank you. Have a great day.